Hello, 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 and a warm wicked welcome to all of our witches, white lighters, and warlocks out there. My name is Clark. And I'm Victoria, and you're listening to Charm is Dangerous, a Charm podcast. Guess what, Victoria? What? We passed a thousand downloads! So if you guys aren't on our social media, you totally should be because you are missing out big time. I just got my charm tattoo to celebrate a thousand downloads and that's all thanks to you guys. Yes, we are so incredibly grateful. This is so amazing. We have been waiting for this moment for months and it is just like we thank each and every listener we have we hope that you're enjoying our content and we are so pumped special shout out to clark for literally taking it on the chest (laughs) (laughs) i feel like someone just like dumped a pound of cement like on my chest overnight they just like threw it at me and i was like oh god (laughs) (laughs) but yeah if you want to see pictures of my new tattoo it is on all of our social media uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. Uh, but that being said, do you want to get into this week's episode, Victoria? Absolutely. So um, we're going to try to make this episode as comedic as possible because I'll be real with you all. Not only is this episode kind of like dark, um, it also like has many loose ends that need to be tied up. Um, and it's not really an action episode or a character development episode. It's... It's just, it's like a filler. It is. It's like a filler, but without the fun of a filler. Yeah. Like, there's no beach scenes, except for, like, a minor coconut moment with uh, Piper. Piper. There's no beach scene. Can you tell that we watch anime? There's no beach scene. That's what we associate with filler episodes. There's no school festival. What's going on? Don't come for me like that. What do you mean Uh, the love interests haven't suddenly decided to go on a vacation? (laughs) Oh, God. But, yeah, so, I mean, you can tell how... Uh, action-packed this episode is by um, our summary, which is two sentences this week. <laughs> sure. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read that one out for you guys. So uh, Phoebe and Prue try to deal with an evil spirit on their own while Piper's out of town on a business trip. Andy assists them, but might be in deep shit with internal affairs. That's literally the whole 45-minute episode. The entire thing. Is just those two sentences. For anyone, I have never personally watched The Office fully, but for anyone who has watched The Office fully or is aware of like meme culture, you know that meme of uh, the person looking directly into the camera on The Office? Yeah, that's how we feel this week. I think we both were just looking directly into the camera the whole time because it's... It's it's a drag. <laughs> it's a tra- this episode felt like it was three hours it long. Did. I'm not going to lie to you. Ah. But 
Anywho, shall we get into it? Who is our big bad for the week, Clark? Okay, so for our big bads, we have Jackson Ward, and then we have, quote unquote, the soul collector, which is literally what she is credited as on IMDb. She doesn't have a name. She never comes up again. She's just kind of there. She's this vague concept that they bring in of like someone that likes to take souls to hell or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very, very vague. Um, but Jackson Ward is a serial killer that was killed, um, that was put on death row on Alcatraz uh, like 30 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now he's an evil spirit and he's trying to get vengeance on the people that put him away because, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. What? Yeah, it would have been much more interesting. Like, yay, serial killers. Woo. Um, <laughs> but it would have been, I think it would have been really cool to have done, like, and I know that not everybody can be a likable character and not, a, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I do think it would have been cool to, like, have someone who was wrongly accused of a crime. And we do get to see that later in the series. Yeah. Um, this definitely just felt like a filler episode, 100%. Like, it felt like they were just like, oh, God, we need another episode to get in here, which I don't think was entirely necessary. I think they got a contract for, like, what is it, like, 22 episodes mm-hmm. or something like that. And they were just like, oh, well, we have this whole, like, storyline that we want to do, but no way to do it let's just introduce it kind of a little bit here and then we'll think about it later because <laughs> in this episode we also get introduced into our final big bad of the season um which is the internal affairs guy who's actually a demon trying uh, to you know uh, 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 kill the charm uh, uh, ones. <laughs> let's just throw that into just whoosh! I mean, it is. It's true. And anybody watching this has hopefully seen the rest of the season. Um, uh, if not, sorry. <laughs> we, we might need to cut that out. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I'm not cutting that out. For anyone who does not want to be spoiled. We're you- not a spoilers-free podcast. Oh, I know, but come on. Okay, but there's also... Have we, have we talked about the soul collector? Like... There isn't much to talk no, about, honestly. She just kind of exists, and she, like... She's just there. Experience to hell. Yeah. We're not super impressed. The As a serial killer, do, do we ever have any information, Clark, on how many victims Jackson Ward kills? I don't think okay. so. We can assume it's between, like, two to four, you know? Maybe maybe more than four. He was a serial killer who was put to death, so we'll assume maybe more than four. Um, but it wasn't enough to be noted. Um, and he's just like, like, cool concept, bad execution, except not really the greatest concept. I don't know. We're not we're not yeah. real Jackson Ward fans here. He's not our favorite villain. Um, well, and the thing is, is he's not even focused on the sisters until they're focused on him. Yeah. Like, like the only reason that he even is coming after the sisters is because they are like, oh, fuck, this 
uh, evil ghost is killing people. Guess we should probably uh, stop that. Yeah. And, and so he just like, I, I mean, he's very much like the soul collector. He's kind of just there. Mm. Um, like it's like this weird side story that is like running parallel to the actual story, but there's no actual story. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> but, yeah, getting into the main points so that we can talk about something besides Jack's Ford. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Prue and Phoebe in this episode because they have some very interesting moments um, without Piper there to mediate. Yes, so, as we said, Piper is on a business trip to Hawaii. She's going on a little vacay. Um, not really. It's a conference. And I don't know if there's ever, like, a discussion on, like, what the conference is for. But um, Piper is worried that it's the first time that Prue and Phoebe have been kind of, like, left alone together without their middle sister babysitter. And she's yeah. a little worried that they're going to, like, kill each other. Um, but it's actually, like, in comparison to the beginning of the season where we see... Prue and Phoebe being just like outright venomous to each other even at its height you're kind of like huh like there's some serious personal growth going on here yeah like we even have a moment where Phoebe even just like steps down and goes you know what no screw this like we're gonna talk frankly you're mad at me because I don't have a job you're mad at me because you don't think I do enough Mm -hmm. but I'm upset with you because I do a lot and you don't acknowledge it um, and they have, like, a really good, like, productive conversation about how they feel and, you know, like, the stuff that they do that goes un- unnoticed or unappreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty cool to see that. It is. It's lovely to see that. Because, I mean, I definitely think that it is a conversation. Like, I don't think, as a society, we really recognize the amount of work that homemakers put in. Um, Oh, yeah. Like, I think it's... Especially because we don't really... In our generation, we don't really have stay-at-home moms or dads anymore. Yeah. Because everyone has to be working in today's economy, um, for the most part. But, yeah, so, like, it's kind of hard to acknowledge how much work it is to stay home and do all the things that need to be done at home yeah in order for things to be seamless and it's also like it's not that phoebe's staying home and like taking care of the kids you know if anyone's ever seen seen um the barbara streisand movie funny girl there's like this huge scene where she's like talking about like just like doing her nails because she's like this wealthy woman that gets to stay home and she has like nannies and maids and stuff like that that she gets to basically um tell what to do blah 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 blah. paying for a servants a service and then she just gets to relax and lounge and that's what the song is about and i think that that is kind of like a misconception that we have even about stay-at-home moms that aren't wealthy you know and for phoebe who isn't a mom like she's a stay-at-home sister and so she's it isn't like a, oh, we got married and you had the child and so I'm going to work and you are going to put in uh, an equal amount of effort in the home and then there's going to be like a full financial exchange for it. 
it's you are the only person who isn't working not by choice but just because of chance and so here too therefore you're going to stay home and like pick up the dry cleaning and and do this and do that and it is it's do all the errands yeah and it is it can be especially i believe clark and i can relate in a little way even though we both work we're also like single women um and for me living in an apartment or living in a dorm or anything like that when you don't have like a relationship partner you are you're doing those errands by yourself you're running around and it is it can be a lot of emotional and mental and physical labor to do all of those things cooking and cleaning and shelving and grocery shopping and driving around and it's hot outside and some Karen in front of you took off her mask and yelled and you know so it can it can be pretty difficult but yeah so we we do get to see that really raw like communication between uh Prue and Phoebe and it's nice to be able to see them just talk Mm -hmm. without being like you said I think that used a very good word venomous towards each Mm -hmm. other um and that kind of intertwines with Prue and Andy because Andy finds out this episode that Prue cast a truth spell on him. Yes. Uh, and he flies off the fucking handle. Yep. It's like super understandable, but also like mildly hilarious. Um, Cause he just turns around and he goes, how long did you give me to like react to that? And, he, and she's like, a minute or, or, or two. And he goes, a minute? a minute? Yeah. You gave me a minute to decide whether I was okay or not with this whole fucking thing. And it, it's like hysterical because I mean, when we watched it the first time seeing the truth spell, we were all like, oh, Andy, and now hearing Andy be like, a minute. I think is is yeah. it's honest and it's it's real. It takes a long time for the human brain to process things, especially things that we're taught are not like within the realm of possibility. Yeah. And I mean, and we actually do get to see him be real with Prue. This is a very intense emotional episode mm-hmm. um because we get to see uh Andy go up to Prue and be like you know, I've been thinking about it and whether you gave me a week or a month or a year to decide whether I was okay with this, the answer at the end of the day is that I just want a normal life Mm -hmm. and I can't do that like with demons and shit. Um, so I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, well, so I mean, Prue wasn't completely in the wrong, Mm -hmm. but also he deserved to know. And, um, but it is really funny to see him like, see that interaction between them because Prue is realizing as she's saying it that like that wasn't a reasonable amount of time yeah (laughs) and it's also like this is uh, I'm so sad deeply I'm deeply saddened that they gave Andy the ability to understand what was going on 
so that he could start like working on these cases now this late in the yeah. season because you can I mean I think it is so cool that Andy's character from the last episode, you know, from the moment that he figures it out, even though he's processing it in relation to how he views Prue as a person, friend, and romantic interest. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, his personality does a full 180 to this, like, happy, jovial... I I just feel like he has so much more, like, positive energy... And even when they're, like, discussing difficult things or anything like that, it's still, like, he's so much happier because he's not being lied to. Right. Yeah, I can definitely see that. He also, um, he's, like, kind of awestruck in this episode because he's, like, retaining a lot of new information. Mm -hmm. But especially towards the end, he's, like, finally ready to, like, do this thing and, like, help the sisters out and shit and then IA steps in yeah and he is suddenly in trouble um with his job and he's like all these he's getting in trouble for all of these unsolved cases Mm -hmm. and so then he goes from like happy and like a weight's been lifted off his shoulders to oh shit now it's my responsibility to protect Prue. Yeah. Because um, if anybody does and, enough looking, it's going to point right to her because he took such like yeah. good notes of the situation because he was doing his due diligence. Yeah. And so he ends up giving all of the paperwork and stuff to Prue, right? And um, like has her get rid of it. Uh, but... I mean, it's it's an intense moment towards the end because even Daryl's like, "Watch your back." Yeah, like we're partners. We don't lie to each other. We don't work without each other. Like, and it's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does do some pretty good setting up for the season finale. Yeah, <sighs> and it's uh, I I love you know I love Andy as a person. As a person. I love Andy. I've known him since he was six. I love Andy (laughs) as a character. And I love this Andy. The Andy that finally gets to like. Do his detective skills. Use his detective skills. And use the the sister's knowledge of the occult. In order to actively. Figure out what things are doing. I wish that he was able to like. Do it with his job more. But you know. You can't win them all. But. Yeah, internal affairs really just, like, throws us all off. And and we see foreshadowing of it at the beginning of the episode. And and let's just, like, take a minute to say thank you, God, for um, (laughs) Daryl. Because he is... Yeah, Daryl's a good... he's, He's a good man. He knows that whatever Andy's into, it's not... It's not malicious. Something yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Andy's not like running routes for a gang or something. Like he's just a really great cop in a position of he's just too inquisitive. And whereas Daryl is, Daryl is practical to the point of he 
sees an option that makes sense and he accepts it. Like (laughs) Andy's like, there's fingerprints that directly match a dead man from like 30 years ago. And Daryl's like, it's a copycat killer. I don't know how it's a copycat killer. I don't know why it's a copycat (laughs) killer, but it's a copycat killer. Write down copycat killer and leave it alone. But I mean, what else are you supposed to think? Like, oh, there's a ghost going around killing people. Like, like Daryl, for all intents and purposes, is the only sane one here. Like, (laughs) or the only one, even if. Because you can't tell me that Daryl Morris isn't just as smart as Andy and has, like, a little bit of, like, a hmm going on. Like, he knows something's amiss. He just doesn't want to put his nose into it. He's like, I want to go home. He said, said, Sheila would kill me if I get involved in any of this Yes, (laughs) he's like, I want to go home. I want to have a beer. I want to maybe have a glass of wine with my wife. I want to go to bed. I want to get promoted. And I just want to live my life. And Andy's over here like (laughs) strings attached to each other. Like she's a witch. (laughs) He's got the cork board with the red string. She's a witch. (laughs) Someone make a meme. Uh, Send it to please. But I need, I need a meme of Andy with his (laughs) cork board and red string instantly. (laughs) Maybe I'll make it. Maybe I'll just make like a really, really badly photoshopped meme and and post it perfect but yeah um we do appreciate daryl we appreciate a man who understands when things are wacky and decides to shut the door i mean i wish i had (laughs) half of his self-preservation to just be like "Mm, spooky dark alleyway like i am the person to be like "Mm, spooky dark alleyway no i will not take it but at the same are you are you I'm, though? If you say spooky dark alleyway, I'm not going to take it. However, anything that isn't outwardly uh, fearful looking, I'm like, huh, I won't get killed. <laughs> oh god, Clark! Clark yeah, has had it's happened many <laughs> times. Clark has had many a heart attack where... over me. <laughs> yeah, no, I there have been several times that I've been like, Victoria, you motherfucker! I thought you died, and she's like, oh no just going for a walk i'm like it's 11 o'clock at night she's like yes and (laughs) i was in a well-lit part of town we're in the city you country bumpkin (laughs) oh but anyways did you have anything else that you wanted to touch on for this episode i'm glad piper got some r&r lord lord knows piper's stressed enough so I'm that poor girl. I'm glad she got something strong in a in a coconut or whatever. I'm 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 proud of her. I'm good for her. You know that coconut was just filled with straight vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, yum. This is so much lighter than the stuff I normally drink. And like the two hundred pound <laughs> man next to her is like, oh my gosh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, last <sighs> touching bullets for this episode. Good for Piper. She got some vacation. Good for Phoebe for standing her ground. Um, yep. God bless Andy for bailing Prue out of a oh. sticky job situation. Um, yeah, he saved her ass. Because Claire is not really having it with the um, sister excuse. Family emergencies. Yeah. Yeah. Not having it at all. I mean, 
Here's the deal. Claire is, as a boss who does not know why her employee is floofing off half the time, is, like, totally valid. But also, I have a feeling Prue gets all of her work done. So. Yeah, I feel like she probably does. So that, to me, is just straight up. Um, you are not playing the game I need you to play in order to do these company politics so i'm going to punish you which i don't think is fair because if it was like phoebe not to not well yeah if it was phoebe and phoebe was like running off all the time i would be like listen honey i really like you the customers like you we all love you but you're gonna have to like figure out a way to get your work done too you know yeah and with Prue, I don't think there's any such problem. I know she probably takes half her office home with her and kills herself over oh, it. Oh, yeah. So, Prue's in trouble with her job. Whether or not that will lead to something in the future, we don't know. Hmm. I, mean, I mean, we do, but we don't. We have no idea the future of this show. And we have never seen it. And, uh... Oh, all right, Victoria. And, uh, Yeah. So that was pretty much this episode. It was extremely overwhelming. Overwhelming. It was extremely underwhelming. It was so under. Yeah. It was It was overwhelming how underwhelming it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they didn't do any personal gain that I can remember. Nope. They did not. Morally good so witches. We're s- <laughs> so we're sitting steady at 32 personal gains. Which, you know, they're evening out their average. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, they're, they're trying their best. All right, Victoria, did you have any favorite lines or moments in this episode? Um, I really liked the um, line, <laughs> someone called Buffy, I believe what it was. Uh, I thought that that was a very good quip, and <laughs> I enjoyed it immensely. I loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer when I was like eight. Yeah. Like young. Like it would come on like late night television and I'd be like, Buffy. So I absolutely adore Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um Yeah. What about you, Clark? Um, I think my favorite part of this episode was seeing Phoebe's power development. Oh my god, yeah. Um, oh, did we even talk she's... about that? We didn't, but we can talk about it a little bit right now. So Phoebe has started controlling her power. She can call premonitions sometimes. Like, if she has a piece of evidence or something like that, she can focus in and really, like, pull the premonition to her. But on top of that, her premonitions are getting stronger. And now she's not just seeing things. She's feeling the emotions of the people in her visions. Mm -hmm. Which, and I know you don't want spoilers, but I'm going to do it anyways. So if you don't want to listen to this, don't do it. Uh... But it's very cool to see um, that her powers have a very natural progression into later in the series when she eventually becomes an empath. Mm-hmm. And like seeing the early like beginnings of that in the premonitions where she's starting to feel people's emotions before they happen, but... It's just, it's so cool that they took the time to keep that as a part of the lore 
And they were like, yeah, their powers grow. They don't just change. Because I always thought it was kind of strange that she was an empath. But, like, after watching the episode and, like, scrutinizing it today, I get it. I get where her empath powers came from. Yeah. And I love the foreshadowing because that's a little bit uh, in the future, is it not? Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty far out there. If you do not want spoilers, you, na- you may now begin to listen. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's but it's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah, seeing Phoebe's power progression was probably my favorite part of this episode. And almost last but not least, how many episodes has it been since we've seen Dear Dear Leo? It's been six episodes, and I'm mad about it. Like we, I'm I'm. I'm upset because it would be different if we had had like 14 episodes with him, but we didn't. And so (laughs) it's like every day it crawls closer to, I think it may have already surpassed being the amount. It's been a month and a half. Yeah. It's been a long time. We miss him. We, we miss you, Leo. Return to us. But it's okay. He's, he's coming back soon. I know it. I know it in my heart. I feel him. I feel (laughs) our special white lighter boy. Yikes. Okay. Uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know we said we were going to make this episode comedic. So we failed. Out of ghost, <laughs> out of ghost goo fingerprints, how would you rate this episode? A one. One ghost goo fingerprint. Uh, I'd give it two. That's generous. I don't think it was. Yeah. I think I give it a two because of all of the amazing foreshadowing in it and all the ways that they like continued to pull from this episode and stuff. But yeah, it wasn't very, uh, and it's not, it's not that it's just like, it's not that it was just like the worst thing I've ever watched. You know, it wasn't like anything like that. It's just that it was so, it was boring. It was just, yeah, it was just dull. it, It didn't really have anything to catch one's attention. And I mean, I may be biased. I I don't mind ghosts. Like I don't like in fiction. In real life, I don't. I do. I clear myself from ghosts. Um, bleh. but in fiction, I don't mind ghosts. They're interesting, especially when they have like a tortured backstory or when they're. I really like ghosts that have a righteous reason. To return, because, right. like, don't get me wrong, I th- I believe that, you know, life is sacred, da da la be very nice to other people, be considerate of other people's feelings and how you can contribute, da la la However, if you have killed multiple people and your reasoning is because I wanted to, I mean, maybe you should, I mean, you know, punishment should fit the crime. And so I was just like, (sighs) and I know that you, you know, you don't have to like a character to enjoy them and you don't even have to like a character's personality in order for them to be a complex and developed character, but it just, it just wasn't. So I'm, I'm sticking with my guns. One. Alrighty. Well, on that note, where can they find us on Twitter if they want to see my sick new tattoo? If you want to see Clark's sick new tattoo, you can 
follow us on Twitter at charmed underscore podcast. Um, if they really want to see your sick new tattoo, where can they find you on Facebook? You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash charmed and dangerous pod. If they really, really want to see my tattoo, where can they see it on Instagram? You can see Clark's sick, sick, sick new tattoo at charmed and dangerous pod. And if you want to send us questions concerning snarky remarks about Clark's sick that new tattoo, <laughs> where can they find us on Google on Gmail? <laughs> you, you can you can email us at charmedanddangerouspod at gmail.com. Uh, again, if you want to see my sick, sick new tattoo. Sick. It really is cool, y'all. Uh, it's it's really fucking cool. But yeah, follow us on social media. Talk to us. Send us an email. Um, also, don't forget to leave us a rating on, on uh, not Instagram, on uh, iTunes. It helps new people find our podcast, and we love to keep growing. Absolutely. Well, on that note, and, I think we're out of here. Yeah, and as a final thought, everybody, seriously, um, thank you so much for a thousand downloads. And if you haven't seen Clark's sick nat- new tattoo, you need to check it out because she did not go little. Like, this is not like a cute little pinky tattoo. <laughs> this is definitely done with the chest. <laughs> Well, on that note, we will see.